Get off your phone. We're live. Oh, sorry. I got a notification that some nobodies went live. I was oh, out about that. That. Yeah, that's crazy. Sure uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, a weird new other episode of Twitching Upstream, which is an offshoot of Talking Upstream, where some nobodies, which is me, Zach Wiseman, and Dylan Terry, that guy over there, uh, yes. what we... What we do is we try to create content so that we can sell ourselves, sell out, sell things, make some money by creating content that people want to watch or listen to or read. So that's pretty much the basis of what this show is. Uh, what we would like is if people would help us uh, create this story. You know, if you got a suggestion, you got something, just shoot it at us. Um, Dylan comes up with really cool stories. I come up with pretty good stories that are fine, uh, but with participation and audience support, they turn out really, really cool. I say, like, once we started putting guests onto our show and having guests hang out on Talking Upstream, it made those stories real cool. Makes it cool. Makes it makes yeah. it more easier. It makes it easier too. It definitely makes it easier because yeah, it's just somebody else talking for like a little bit. Um, yeah. But before before we get things started, obviously we got some news. We got some other stuff going on. Uh, but first, Dylan, how are you doing? It is December twenty third. It is all day December twenty third. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, fine it's day. fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, how about yeah, you? Yeah. How you been? No, I'm doing pretty good uh you know like back surgery still kicking in that, that stuff's going awful but whatever um but yeah other than that, i'm doing Dude. good doing good what's up oh you're frozen did i just glitch cool. out on you just for a second i mean your face is still glitched in a very funny uh thing but either way i can still hear you are you there cool all right. Well, until Dylan comes back, I'm not really sure what he's up to. Uh, what I would normally do here is kind of throw some weird media things at him and see that if he has heard about them or whatever else. So uh, are you still there or no? Cool. All right. Well, one of the first things that I was going to ask Hello? you about. Oh, there you are. Hey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're back. Good. All right. Well, oh, special, man. Special oh, guest. What a, what a great first. What a great second episode. No, it's okay. We're doing okay. Uh, I was just letting people know that in this part of the segment, what yeah. I'll do is throw weird news that I've uh, learned in the media at you and see if you've heard about it um, in a segment that I'm probably going to change, but I'm calling it Quick Question. Uh, so, Dylan, uh, quick question. Okay. I know that you know I'm that the Sp Spider-Man 3 uh, is getting a lot of casting mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of weird things are going on. There's recent news that they won't release the trailer for this movie until Tobey Maguire signs a contract. Now, my question is, quick question. There's rumors that Leonardo DiCaprio are going to show up in Doctor Strange 2 as another version of Spider-Man. Would you say that's ultimate fan casting? DiCaprio as Spider-Man? Mm. Yeah, he's apparently he's in talks. Uh, he was originally the first one that was fan casted to be a Spider-Man, like long ago, way before Tobey Maguire. Um, and yeah, apparently there's talks that he's going to be, you know, donning the suit, as people say. DiCaprio seems like an interesting choice. I'm having trouble visioning it. 
I mean, he's an A-lister. I think now an A-lister's job is to try to get into the MCU or try to hop onto a franchise. That way they can just pop into a Comic-Con anytime make some money. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> make, make DiCaprio... Um, who's who's the alien that holds Thor's hammer? Beta the, Ray Bill. Oh, make Beta Ray. Beta Ray Bill. We haven't gotten him yet. That's Give true. Give an A-lister Beta Ray. Yeah. Um... All right, so next one, uh, Black Panther. So as we know, obviously, Chadwick Bosman has passed away, and he was an amazing uh, actor. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just watched the Ma Bell movie that he put on Netflix. Um, but my question is, they have to make a Black, a Black Panther 2. And there's talks that either Shuri or recently out there that M'Baku is going to be cast. Uh, so quick question. Who's a better Black Panther, and how do you do this movie? <sighs> I do. Oh man, that that's a tough one. I don't want to say that you don't, because that feels. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that one. I think have Shuri have Shuri take the uh, take the mantle. Yeah. I think. Uh, let's see. Who's now, the actor? Let Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright. Yeah, have her yeah. play it. Now. Here's the thing. Now, if you think about it, as far as a Batman goes, we've had many, many characters, many, many actors being Batman. Why can't we have another Chadwick or have another Black Panther cast? It would. It feels too soon to recast after after a, after the death of an actor who really kind of embodied the character for the first time. Yeah. No, we I agree with you. The, we didn't recast the Crow after Brandon Lee. Yeah. Well, we did. There's four Crow movies. Oh, uh, did we? Oh, I am uh, ignorant of the Crow franchise. That's okay. As a matter of fact, um, what's his name? Aquaman was cast for a couple years as the Crow, and then that movie fell apart. So, um, huh. Oh, Jason I remember Moore. hearing about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on into MCU's, uh, She-Hulk was announced that that's coming out. They're going to yeah. do, uh, obviously the Hulk is going to be in that and somebody else. Now, that's going to be a comedic law and order style show starring She-Hulk. How do you, you feel? Comedy? Yeah, I think it's going to be just a law, like a courtroom comedy. Now, do you think that's a smart way to go from the MCU? Now, we know we're going to get a horror slash dimensional whatever in WandaVision and an action, you know, cyber, or I guess a, like an action kind of a, uh, like a heisty thing with yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier. So, comedy, what do you think? I wonder if She Hulk is the proper vehicle for comedy. Hmm. I haven't read a whole lot of She Hulk comics, but I remember the comics she appeared in. She always seemed to be very, like, taken seriously professional woman comedy seems like an interesting d direction to go with her yeah i think i think it works though i mean a lot of her comic is her in a courtroom just kind of sticking it to the man on a ground level while also just being the hulk so i think that's that's a cool concept if you're super yeah. strong but you don't use it yeah. um all right dc world so we have uh wonder woman's coming out in two days uh wonder woman mm -hmm. 1984 now i know that dc likes to do a lot of uh fan service by recasting the same actors and things and i don't know if you know this but uh pedro uh, Pe uh, <laughs> pedro pascal was in another dc property do you know what this is was it one of the tv shows it was a tv show i don't know was, then it was in wonder woman <laughs> oh. uh, Pedro Pascal was already in a Wonder Woman franchise property uh, in 2011 when they were trying to do an offshoot series. Huh. Uh, it never aired, but uh, you can actually see part of it if you look it up. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's weird that like, people don't really talk about that. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming out soon sure. for uh, for HBO Max and whatever. I guess so. Now, my, 
Now, my question is, because they're going to format this in a series, like a mini-series format with four episodes, do you think that this is going to start a really good, gritty DC series, like, uh, offshoot kind of thing? No. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I, I think they're doing this because I think there was fan outcry, and I think with... Um... Warner Brothers trying to make HBO Max a legitimate theatrical outlet. They were taking whatever they had available and putting new content onto it. They happened to have the framework and a few pieces for the for the Snyder Cut to put on there. I don't necessarily think that it's going to be much better than the theatrical cut. And I don't think it's going to do a whole lot to bring a, much of a change to DC. Yeah, no, I think you're right. But I am very excited for it. And I'll, I'll, I'll watch I'll it. Back yeah, I'll back the slander cut. I, I I like the movie that we should have got. So, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's enough banter for some stupid reasons. Uh, I think enough people have either shown up or left already that we can get on with the rest of our show. Uh, and in this. <laughs> And in this portion of the show, what we do is we kind of do what we do on Talking Upstream, which is we come up with a weird idea, and then we try to make it into a pitchable, producible, uh, sellable something. Some yeah. kind of idea. Because um, I am, and I'm desperate to get out of a job where I have to wear a name tag. Yeah, heard that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so now normally I would ask Dylan to read a random text that I sent him as a weird idea. Um so I guess, Dylan, go ahead. Do you have something? I have something I sent to you, actually. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, this is a little bit of a this was a little bit of a reversal of the standard because for those who don't who haven't heard us talk about it yet, Zach uh, generally sends me a text at about three fifty any anytime between three fifty in the morning through about six. I'll get at least yeah. one text from Zach, which is a whole bunch. P.S. Good morning. And usually one of those is some idea that he came up with over the course of some amount of time. Uh, I had managed to hit him with a few this week, and I'm going to read one of them I sent him because I think this will be a fun one. Let cool. me find it. Okay. <clears throat> this is inspired for those of you who don't know. Uh, there's a tabletop role-playing game called Fiasco in which people generate a House of Cards-style story and then knock it down, and it goes disastrously wrong. So, an old lady's mad scientist husband dies before he finishes his reanimator uh, machine. She completes it and brings him back so they can watch Matlock and do old people stuff. The HOA guy keeps trying to bust her, but in the end, technically, there's no rule in the HOA terms against necromancy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good guy. No, I like that. Okay, so we're going to have, um, so obviously the, the, the important parts that we have the HOA, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we have the necromancy. And then I guess like uh, the wife, right? Yeah, I figure the there's, I figure we have kind of a triangle uh, set up for characters. You have the cool. widow. She's in her like early 70s, late 60s. She's getting, you know, she's a little older. <clears throat> We have whoever worked for the HOA and is trying to bust people who break their terms. And we have probably a nosy neighbor who keeps trying to bust her as well. Maybe they feed a tip to the HOA or something like that. And in my mind, the neighbor winds up getting busted for their various minor transgressions while the widow gets off scot-free. Perfect. 
All right, cool. Um, and once again, if you're watching this anywhere, if you're watching this live, feel free to comment on whatever you're watching, whether it's Twitch, uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, my cell phone, for whatever reason, I just can't find yeah. it. Um, uh, feel free to comment, feel free to throw some ideas out there and uh, see where this goes. Please um, do. Okay. We read all of them and they are, your attention is the reason we're doing this. Yeah, that's true. My mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing this for uh, somewhat Dylan's attention, but mostly for your attention. So uh, feel free to uh, yell at me. It, it makes me work better. If you've ever been a teacher of mine out there, you know that yelling at me or giving me uh, very stern looks is... Yeah. Uh, what makes me think better now did you see this as a a movie did you see this as i know that you were playing a game when you made this but yeah now that, you see it, now that you see it in your brain as a story what kind of story did you see it's probably a movie or at least like an hour long like tv episode or like a youtube you know one of those one of those hour long not quite feature films like a tv movie maybe like sure. an episode of an hour long tv show all right i love that now um in this part of our show, because Dylan is a, a very accomplished uh, and degree-holding novelist, uh, we're going <laughs> to... No, sure, of course it's true. Um, we kind of go back to his writing things, uh, the things that he kind of falls back on to, to, to kind of guide us and what kind of storytelling techniques we're going to do. So, Dylan, uh, thinking that this is going to be an hour-long something, um, what kind of storytelling techniques do you want to implore? Um... Well, let's see. I don't like as far as this goes. This is this is goofy. This is probably tongue in cheek. This is mildly farcical, so it doesn't need to be complex on the storytelling aspect. One or two acts. Um, I'm not seeing this dip into horror, though. There's obviously the uh, potential for that. Um, so I say, I say two or three acts. Yeah, two or three acts. Cool. All right. So let's just um. I like this three-act thing, and it helps me yeah. kind of uh, keep, keep the storyline going. So we got a three-act structure going on here. Now, yeah. how do you think the story should start? Now, obviously, we know that we have a widow. Now, do we yeah. see this couple as a couple, or do we see them, <laughs> uh, or do we meet her after the passing? I think we meet her at the af just after the funeral, and we show that when she gets home, like... Or we do like the up thing where we have a short little montage of them together and then he gets sick or, you know, he always ducks up into the attic to work on his invention. And then there's a funeral and then we see her come back and it's very clear that there's a space missing something in her life when he's gone. Okay, so there's a little stretch of time where she is alone. Now, yeah. how how does the body come back to life like is this is she a scientist uh is, is this like a is this like something that is a product that already exists is this magical forces i assume that i think that her husband is a mad scientist and all that that entails oh, straight okay. up husband, so okay the husband's a scientist yeah maybe their house has a whole bunch of weather vanes on it or like lightning rods or something like that and how does she how does he come? How does he come back to life? Does she hook him up into this? Does, does, yeah. Was she like the assistant or something, or uh, maybe they were inventing inventing it together? They're inventing it together, and then he dies, and she's like, "Aha! Look, you you always wanted a perfect test subject, or something, something like that." Do you want to give um, the invention a backstory? Like, why were they trying to invent this? Was it because they were trying to resurrect uh, like a 
child. I, or I honestly don't know if it's important <laughs> in the span of things. Well, like, only because. So okay, so what you're saying is, in, in this story, there's going to be a funeral. She's going to come over to a funeral. She's going to be lonely for a little bit of time, and then she's going to say, "Oh, that's right. We do have that reanimation gear in the basement." Attic. I assumed attic. If you need lightning, then uh, it's no. up in the attic. <laughs> I think oh, location wasn't location wasn't the point of my question. My question was, do we have to give them a reason to have this device? Oh. Like, what, what if they had? What if they had like uh, like a body of like a celebrity, and they were working on trying to get that celebrity back to life? Or what if uh, they had like a? I feel like they there needs to be some bit of a backstory when it comes to why they have a device that can bring someone back to life or not, which I guess is fine too. I I don't ha I don't have a backstory in okay, mind. Cool. It so, was so just she, literally like I'm. You know what? I have the means. Why not? Let's screw yeah. with the natural order. No, I'm cool with that. Um, all right. So she just remembers that there is a, a reanimation device in her attic that is hooked up to yeah. something that can get lightning. And yeah. I guess there's a news report that there's an uh, incoming storm, and yeah. lightning is what makes her remember. So she. Drags her husband up to the attic. Yeah, right? why not? Okay. She exhumes him. Uh, I, don't, okay. I don't know. We don't know no, if we need I, to go that far. Well, I mean, if it's a, all right. So yeah. if it's at a funeral, then he's he's somewhere and he's yeah. probably at the ground. Uh, yeah. So okay. So we need we need to. Uh, all right. Let's slow down a little bit. Okay. What do you think the first mini arc would be? It's him coming back to life, right? I think it's him coming back to life and the neighbor. Realizing it, and the neighbor sees. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I guess we just got to get there to him come back to life, which is just we need the the, the graveyard digging scene, right? Yeah. Maybe there's like a maybe there's a gang of kids who used to shovel their sidewalk, and she recruits them to dig up a body. Oh, I like that. Why not? Let's just go. Let's go all out. Dude, sidewalk kids, like th those kids that shovel stuff, those are grimy kids, and they would love oh, yeah. to dig up a grave. You keep some of the uh, dirt. Who knows what grave dirt can come in handy? Okay, now does the neighbor see the widow dragging like the, the body into the house, right? Is that is that what Probably. starts it off? Probably. All right, cool. And then okay. And then see something see something suspicious going on at least. That cool. gets him to, to snoop. Yeah. And then so once that happens. Then mm -hmm. uh, she just brings him and puts him into that little chair device, whatever, and obviously works right away. He comes back to life. Yeah, yeah doesn't not waste any time. But I figure now, he comes what, back Frankenstein style, where he's not fully cognizant and he's a little little lurchy. Does that go away, or is that how he always is? I figure that's how he is, and I I think that she probably justifies it by going like, well, he never much he never was much of a talker, so. Cool. Um, what is the inciting incident that the neighbor will see? What what is uh, what does the neighbor witness that makes him think like, oh my god, there's a Frankenstein's monster up there? I figure either Just he sees something unusual. He's mowing grass and sees something weird getting unloaded from like the back of a car or a truck or something, a shrouded figure, and then he sees her. Maybe they go on like a neighborhood walk when when he's reanimated and he's. Dress, I see him in like a big obscuring trench coat with the collar up and one of those big hats, and he's like, <laughs> and he gets and he gets suspicious, and she's just she's just has her has her arm like in his arm, she's happy. 
Yeah. Now, here's a question that might be funny. Does she put like a fake beard on him and pass him off as a different person? <laughs> because like, if, if people yeah, know, because if, if people know her, especially a neighbor, they're going to know that her yeah. husband has passed. So yeah. now she, so she, I think it's funny that she's trying to pass him off as like just a, a new guy. Like, and people are like, oh, so you met a. That was very fast. Yeah, she goes, what's, what's it to you? <laughs> either that uh, either that, or we accelerate the beginning to where he, like, dies in the house, and she's, like, sitting there looking at him, and then she, like, looks up. But I like I like how we're doing it right now with, like, the neighbor kids in particular digging him up. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, I think I think Maybe if we want to try to keep – go ahead. No, that's it. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if we want to try to keep this very goofy and, and very, like – very comedic uh having yeah. her put different disguises on him like if his name is say john and now he goes by jack or one of those weird names yeah. like is, is a short version of something you know like yeah uh, if he's christopher now he goes by tof <laughs> or something um <laughs> yeah all Topher. right so yeah so the neighbor sees the now reanimated and uh, yeah. possibly possibly new partner of the widow and he's just doing chores he's like the the, the monster the reanimated monster is like just doing housework like the husband normally would. Um, he's mowing the yard or something, or he's he's yeah, the hedges and he's <laughs> his arms are like, he, he doesn't have joints or his he's got rigor mortis, so he can't bend anything. Now is this is this really goofy? Where like say he's up on a ladder to get like the leaves out, and he takes his own arm off to reach more leaves. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not that great. goofy. Okay, cool. All right, I'm just, I'm just that goofy. No, I, it's, okay. it's good to establish a ceiling for the gags. So now we gotta watch the neighbor tell the HOA at some point. Like we, we yeah. need the neighbor. Now, if if I had to ask you what actor you see as the neighbor, just so that I get a visual, which actor do you see? What actor am I seeing? Yeah. Uh, let's see. It needs to be someone who's a little not mousy, but like someone kind of not Brad yeah. Dorif. What <laughs> Someone, someone like a so Brad Dorf with softer edges. I don't know who that would be. I don't even know who that is. Uh, he was Warm Tongue. He was. Oh, okay. So, what about like Andy Circus? Either Andy Circus or I was thinking. Oh, John C. Riley. No, I love it. No, what, no, I like John, John C. Riley would be good. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so John. Let's, let's let's see John C. Riley. All right. So, the neighbor's John C. Riley, which makes a lot of sense because he can be anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, funny and creepy. All right, cool. So John C. Riley now is going to go tell the HOA that he thinks there's a dead person living next door to him. I have a scene. Oh, hi, Aaron. Nice to see you. <laughs> um, but um, I'm seeing a scene where he gets to confirmed where he like calls the kids over. He's like, hey, kids, come here. She had you do a chore for her, right? And they go, yeah, well, what's in it for us? And then he like bribes them with a pack of cigarettes or something. And they're like, yeah, we had, she, you know, the old woman had us dig up her husband. <laughs> and that's and that confirms it for. I, I figure the kids the kids immediately turn on her because he's offering them like I don't know something no, illicit. I, no, I like that. Uh, so the neighbor's going to go around. He's going to start interrogating <laughs> the kids of the neighborhood. I think that's a yeah. funny scene. Like John C. Riley going up to a bunch of kids, but tell me what you know stranger about things, kids. Yep, it's like tell me what you know about these dead these dead kids, this dead person. Um, so real quick, just because I got a, a lot of open space over here. Sure. Do you have an idea for a name for this yet? No. Not yet. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's something. There's something brewing. I'm sure. I mean, I. I mean, obviously, necromancy sounds dumb, uh, but it, it does kind of fit because it's like romantic. How about necromantic? No. Okay. Uh, necromantic. We'll 
<laughs> we'll, we'll shelve I mean, that. There's something there, maybe. I think if you were to tell somebody just that title, they would think that's a bad thing. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we're not going to say that one just yet. Nah. Okay, so now the next arc that we're going to have, now that the neighbor is, uh, he knows that this monster is alive and yeah. living next to him, what is the next third of this movie or show? So he he has to tell the HOA. what What is, like, the big crux of here? Yeah. Is it the HOA... Invest investigating? No, I think what happens after the initial resurrection and we see that her return to like semi-normalcy, we see him dealing with his own HOA issues where like his garbage cans are too close to the sidewalk or something. And they are really going at him for it. The the neighbor? Whatever what? no, they're going at the HOA is going at the neighbor at John C. Okay. Riley. For some super minor violation, maybe the hedges, maybe his hedges are too long. Um, yeah, maybe. So, so, the, so the HOA is is so they're just coming to John C. Riley's place, and they're like, "Hey, you gotta cut your grass to this length." And because like this yeah. monster is doing all the right stuff, he never gets bothered. And John C. Riley's like, yeah. "Why are you on me constantly?" There's a dead person next door. Yeah, and they're like, "Look, just, her, just her dead husband is walking around." Go talk to her about it, and they're like, "We've we haven't. This is the first we've heard of it. We will look into it. Until then, you need to ensure that your grass is, and then they've yeah. like a ruler or something. They're like, "Yeah, he's walking around. He's walking around with the right size lawnmower. That's what it is." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right, so so monster. Now the monster is doing all the regular chores, and because he's a good yeah. person in the HOA anyway, he's just doing his normal stuff. That's funny. Yeah. And the HOA is constantly busting him. So now this, uh, okay, I'm liking where this story is going, where the neighbor now is just trying to bust the dead person next door, right? <laughs> That's all it yeah. is. Uh, okay, cool. So the, the arc would be, is, is, this, is this the part? Okay, so I'm guessing, I see, obviously I've watched a lot of movies, and I'm sure. assuming that this part of the movie is where John C. Riley breaks into the monster's house to get proof or something. Is that what has to happen next? Either that, or it's the HOA meeting where he like pulls the hat off, or something like that. Like he accuses them in public of being a reanimated at the HOA meeting. Oh, and cool. then after that, and then the last like actiony act or something is him taking it into his own hands. All right, and then at the HOA meeting, when uh, when the neighbor is trying to reveal the dead person. Uh, mm -hmm. then everyone kind of hops on the neighbor's back, like, leave the guy alone. He can't grow a beard. No big deal. He died last week. Hasn't he gone through enough? You don't have to take his hat off. He's obviously concerned about his skin or something like oh, that. I just thought they thought it was just a different person. Like, is, is this a, oh. are they still, is she still passing him off as a different person? Oh, or at that point, at that point, yes. Maybe, okay. maybe they like reveal it off and they're like, Doug, I thought you were dead. And he goes, Argh. and they're like, well, you look fine. Regardless, we're glad to have you back. Now, John, this is unacceptable or something. Yeah. You know, they, they, like, they just completely wipe it under the rug. Yeah. They're like, you can let a dead man live here? And they go, look, he pays his dues and he keeps his grass short. That's good enough for us. Uh, all right. So the HOA meeting, which yeah. is where the, the, the unsuccessful reveal happens. Um, yeah. What what would you say is the is the ending of the whole thing? I I like the idea. Uh, now, oh, is, man, it, is a it a tough the, one? I'm now, not, is it the kind of thing where 
uh, where the neighbor and uh, let's start naming these people real fast. So we have the yeah. widow. What, what, what's the widow's name? I keep wanting to call her Granny, which she does. I imagine she doesn't have any kids. Wait, everyone you, calls you know her what Granny. I mean? No, maybe she's like the neighborhood Granny. Okay. Maybe. Um, is Ethel too obvious? Hey, chat. No, but, but, hey, people in chat, give us some give us some people names. Yeah, give us just some human names. Meantime. We're going to need some human anyway, names. Anyway. Uh, um, all right, so we're going to say Ethel for right now. Uh, that is a weird name, but... Yeah. Uh, that's, Eth really? All right. You you know what Ethel? Come on, man. You do not. Uh, No, probably not. I don't yeah. think so. I might have had like a great aunt named Ethel. Hey, if there's any Ethels in the chat, hit us up real fast. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, the widow is named Ethel. What is the, hus yeah. the husband's name? Hmm. Gertrude. Oh, Gertrude. Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Gertie. That's Granny Gertie. Anyway. Yeah, Gertie. Okay, yeah. so uh, husband's name. Who? Let's uh, see. Um, it can be just like a like a I dumb mean, name. But maybe a name where like you can use it like uh, where it's like there's a short version that isn't the same as the long version. Yeah. What do you think uh, I got? I mean, do you like the Jack, you like a Jack John thing, or do you like a uh, Ike for Dwight? <laughs> JG Willikers. Cool. And then he goes by yeah, John. Why now. not? All right. He went by his middle name when he was alive, which is like Grisham or something. Grisham. Jonathan Grisham Willikers. Oh, cool. Yeah, no relation. No, it's a, uh, Jonathan Grisham. Oh, cool. Um, okay, so now John and Ethel, they, uh, whatever. Now the neighbor's name. We're not going to go John, right? What, what is, what's a good neighbor's name? No. Randall? Is that, is that, uh, is that snitchy nope. enough? Yep, that's perfect. Okay, so we got a Randall. Now Randall's an extra neighbor. So at the meeting, yeah. wait, so should the ending now be that Randall and uh, JG are friends and they're going off on like a buddy uh like a buddy trip with it they go fishing <laughs> together um <laughs> like they wanna, go fishing together wanna, and do we want randall to be um uh what's the word for like say not saved but like do you want redeemed do we want him to wind up being like someone that we sympathize with or do we want him to end it with him just the hoa still dogs them well, I, I think that it would be very funny if what Randall's ultimate goal is is not to have the the dead person go away. They just want the yeah. HOA to find them for something. So I think it'd be funny if, like, at the okay. at the end, the HOA is like, "Fine, fine, we'll we'll find them for something." And he's like, "There, that's all I wanted. That's it." The curtains are too short. The curtains are too short. Fine. How's that, Randall? And he goes, Yeah. Laid to rest. I think maybe <laughs> I what, what if we put this is what not, if we put this is not a court. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're out of order. Uh what if we put like an underlying plot thread that he wants the HOA to bust uh Gertie and JG's house because their grass is too short. And he doesn't like that because he gets busted for grass being too long all the time. What if the construction of the reanimator made a lot of noise and it just annoyed him. And he goes, they were, they were being really loud doing something. There were mechanical noises coming from their place all hours of the night. They built up those new, they put up those new lightning rods and you know, those are not up to code. 
Yeah, and and now that uh, now now that JG's back, uh, they're like up at night just dancing and they're like just making noise again. They go, yeah. oh my, they're, yeah. they're playing music like ten thirty p.m. or something. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey. psychedelic podcast here. What what up? You guys want to give Hello. us any ideas on this weird uh, 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 ne- necromance? That, considering we have people involved, do you want to give people a rundown of what we're doing? Oh, sure. Okay, so uh, if you're tuning in right now or have been for a while, what this is is t- uh, Twitching Upstream, which is an offshoot of Talking Upstream, which is our show every Sunday. And in that show, some nobodies, you can go to our website right up here, which is me and Dylan for the most part and a bunch of people that talk. Uh, what we do <laughs> is we try to uh, come up with stories to you know, sell, really, to come up with content. Um, yeah. Some things you can do to check out the weird stuff that we do, you always go to somedobodies.com. You can see our website at the bottom. You can go to patreon.com slash somedobodies and uh, help us make some weird stuff. You're a necromancer? Cool. All right. Well, I mean, that <laughs> that's the name of the show, then. Necromancer. Um, and, yeah, if you want to help out, some people who do help us out already is Scott Curtis uh, from Behind the Bits. If you like podcasts, you like comedy at all, go to Behind the Bits Podcast. you got Tanya Shek, you got Sarah Tkachik, uh, some other friends. You have listenerapp.com, uh, the greatest podcast app there is. Uh, those people do help us out. And what we're doing here is creating a quick little story. Uh, if you watch our show, it is, it's a 90-minute show. What we're trying to do is like a smaller version of that show. Uh, and in that yeah. show, what we're doing here, Dylan came up with a very cool idea about a woman who brings her husband back to life. And the neighbor is upset because the HOA should know about it, really, and I guess find them for having yeah. a dead person. So, um, I, Necromancer uh, is cool. Necromantic. Uh, necromantic yeah. comedy. Necro, necromonic comedy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if anybody has a weird good name for this so far, please let us know. Um, he, yeah, probably. Yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, he just passed away about a week ago. So, yeah, he still has a secret. A good thing about Good thing about the U.S. like law is that there's very little about it concerning you know returning from the dead. Um, so should we jump back in? Flesh yeah, sure. this out. Yep, we only got a little bit of time left. Uh, what we're trying yeah. to do is really just create this weird three arc storyline of a about a one hour show of uh, a guy, yeah. really. and uh, that's Necroman. <laughs> the Necroman. Um, okay, so in the HOA meeting where the reveal. Let's get back to where we were before uh, before we started pitching sure. some stuff. How does this thing end? What do you think is going to happen here? Rand- I think Randall does need like- a bit of a. No, I like but- the idea that I like the idea that uh, Gertrude doesn't get fined for making too much noise. That they're just like fine, uh, fifteen dollars due for the uh, excessive noise after ten p.m. Are you happy now, Randall? And he goes. Also, I want to. I want the. Uh, I want the restrictions on grass length to be lifted. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. It's yeah. it's still going to be fifteen dollars a week, Randall. Unless fine. you trim that it, grass. Fine, make it a thirty dollar fine. You got it. No, it's fifteen dollars. That's it. Got it. Okay. Cool. We have standards, uh, Randall. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know if Randall should really lose it. And like try and break in and destroy it or like something like that, but maybe that's a bit much. But Wait, Randall Randall goes in and breaks the machine. Yeah, Is he breaks the animator, and it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it doesn't unanimate him. Uh, no, I don't. I don't see. I mean, I, there's. I guess there's really no point in that. Um, <laughs> yeah. that that's the only comment you're gonna put up there for some reason, Dylan. Good job. That's it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so we have uh, we got this weird story. I, I like I like this third of the movie. I think this is gonna be really funny. So yeah. after the after the HOA meeting where they try to reveal where uh, the reveal happens, but not successfully. Yeah. Um. What what is this little chunk of time here? Uh, that little chunk of time, I think. I don't know if. I think at the HOA meeting, maybe they shouldn't necessarily reveal that he's undead, but be like, he's not, he didn't die. He was just sick and he came out to the meeting. And, and then that last third is Randall trying to prove that uh, JG Wilkers was indeed brought back from the dead. Now, do we have that scene that's, that probably happens in most movies where Randall is maybe looking outside, like out one window to try to catch uh jg the dead guy do something and what he sees is jg like mowing randall's grass and he's like huh maybe this dead guy isn't oh. so bad after all <laughs> I, I, yeah <laughs> well, i think the first half of the third act is him trying to bust him and then eventually he warms up to him yeah cool not like that and then well maybe there's like i i feel like there's a reason that randall uh his grass is too long maybe something his um uh do they know something is off about him? <laughs> no, he's like yes. he's just straight up. He's a straight up reanimated monster. Uh, he is zombified. He, you know, like a Frankenstein, I guess. They, um, he he they, wears like a trench coat and a wide brimmed hat when they're outside. And for the most part, people are like, "Oh, it's very nice to see Gertrude moving on so quickly after her husband's death." And then eventually, it's revealed, "Oh, he was just ill. Oh, I I feel so bad. We assumed that you were dead." And then, of course, the reality is that he was dead. Yeah, but because they're all kind of on the elderly side, uh, people are like, "Wow, he's got a lot of energy. Look at that! Like his, his look at his posture. He's got good posture." Randall is Chris Hansen's brother. <laughs> Different story, Sorry. but we'll, we'll file that yeah. one away for later. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah put that put it down there. Um, no, I, so, I think the third act is him trying to bust him, and then eventually coming around to it and becoming friends with him. Um, and maybe at the very end, it wears off the reanimator wears off maybe at the very end oh well, that's sad maybe what? it is sad i don't know if we want to go i don't know if we want to go sad or not um does does randall talk does he does i assume he, he was words? He just he has a very bad case of laryngitis <laughs> so so pretty much this whole movie revolves around the fact that randall just wants a friend is that what it is it, i think it could i think we could turn that into it yeah, so Randall just Randall just wants a friend. His lawnmower, yeah. his lawnmower is broken. Uh, the sidewalk kids that shovel the sidewalk won't always um, cut his grass. He doesn't want to buy a new uh, lawnmower. So that's why that one weird scene over here, uh, where <laughs> where uh, JG maybe fixes his lawnmower, uh, might be that yeah. heartwarming, or like it just mows his grass for him, or, uh, or jumps, his, for jumps his car or something with himself. Oh. <laughs> with himself. <laughs> Like hooks him to the bolts in his neck. Uh, <laughs> He's got a chip larynx. Yeah, sure. Chipped larynx. All right. Yeah. Like a chip a larynx. Yeah. You can chip it. I mean, okay. You can, you can probably I'm not arguing. It. it sounds like you're arguing. I suppose. Yeah. yeah the kids could become their friends. The kids dug him up in the first place. He probably recognizes them. No, I think everyone is cool. Everyone's cool with JG. Everyone's cool with the monster. Yeah. No one has a problem yeah. with it. Uh, it's just, it's, exactly. Randall just kind of and, throwing a stick. Yeah, Randall is and, shocked that people don't have a bigger problem with a necromancy. 
And honestly, he doesn't have a problem with it, really, honestly, either. He just has a problem with people not having a problem with it. He thinks that they're being favored because they've lived there longer. Yeah, I like this. Um, so is, is there a way that we could throw HOA into a title that can work with uh, de- like a dead oh. body? Um, how about... Um, um, That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I, I for I'm usually pretty good at throwing out very stupid names for movies, at least even bad ones, and I can't get anything off this. Um, yeah. Okay, so in in the middle scene, what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, we're going to have Randall interrogating the kids at first. We're going to have Randall trying to take pictures of the dead guy doing something, and it's like, look at this dead guy. To go, yeah, he's mowing his grass, yeah. and they look at a picture, of him, and they go, well, look at this picture of this dead guy. And it's like, yeah, he's cleaning you know. the gutter. <laughs> Uh, you know, Missouri is actually a two-party consent state, so if you're going to record him, you need to ask him if that's okay with him. Or something like, he gets chastised every single step of the way by everybody else. Yeah. The Crust Corpse Catastrophe. That sounds like a band I'm, name. I'm not even sure if I could say that a couple times. Crust the crust Corpse Catastrophe. The CCC. Uh, I mean, I'll throw it up there. It's not... It's literally better than everything I've come up with. Yeah. So we'll follow crust. that one around. <laughs> um, okay. And so now we know that at the end they're going to kind of make up. Uh, they're going to get a fine for having their grass too short or curtains too short or something stupid, um, which, which solves Randall's issue. And then maybe Randall's like, you know, big guy, I never had a problem with you. Uh, I just I just wanted to make sure that things were fair. And then JG's like, and he's like, maybe we should, like, I don't know, get a beer or something sometime. Yeah. It's like, oh, sure. I mean, if you want, we can go, like, right now. Okay. I mean, I guess we could definitely do that, or we can go fishing or whatever it is. And then he's like, fine, <laughs> let's, let's just go fishing. <laughs> and then they just go off together fishing. Um, all right, cool. What I mean, this, go ahead. What if it's named after like the street that it takes place on, like oh, um, I like that Dead like End that. Drive or something like that? How about um, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, de- de- they live on Dead End Drive. JG spews m- <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, that's nasty, but yeah. Oh, what? You can put the weirdest ones up there, man. <laughs> yeah, um, we're getting weird comments. This is a weird story. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, so we need a name of a street that is not Dead End Drive, which is Dead Man's Drive. Dead Man's Drive? <laughs> dead Man's Drive. Uh, dead, dead Man's Lane. Uh, ooh, what are you thinking? Willicker Will- Will- Way. Uh no, you don't like that. Not really. Well, okay, that's, that's cool. What do you got? Oh. No. I said Dead End Drive. Dead no, Man's nothing. Circle. Dead Man's, Dead Man's Circle. Circle. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Dead Man's Circle. That sounds great. All right. Every year they have a symbolic motion to change the name of the street and it never passes. Yeah, it's like, why is this so-called Dead Man's Circle? The Circle of Life. That's weird. Life, they live in a life circle. That's not bad. Um, okay, so what we did here was we created a very weird, about a one-hour show, uh, maybe like a mini-movie, probably Hallmark, if Hallmark did like 
Halloween stuff or scary stuff. Because I can see this being kind of sci-fi or original. Yeah, this could be like a television show. This could be something that airs on TV. And yeah. in this, actually, Dylan, because this is what you do on, on Talk Up Stream, do you want to run us through the story real fast? Yeah, sure. So uh, we start off at with a short little montage style of Up, where it, we see uh, Gertie Wilkers and her husband, J.G. Wilkers, and they are living life together. It's great. They're having a great time. Um... <laughs> They are putting something together in the attic. They seem to be engineers or something. Yeah. And then um, JG dies early. uh, Things go sad. They get uh, monochrome, as they do. And we see a funeral. Then we see Gertrude go home, and she is very clearly trying to fill a void that he has left now that he's dead. Uh, She gets an idea. She gets the neighborhood kids, who are the kids on bikes. There are probably about four of them. Um, and then she's like, hey, I have a project for you. They go out. We see them. We see from the... Um... Oh, God. <laughs> now that's stuck in my head. What an oh, effective yeah. jingle. Um, anyway. God. Anyway. Is they come back. From the point of view of the neighbor, Randall... We see them unload a shrouded figure from a car into Gertie's house on the night on the day of a big lightning storm. Something crazy is going on. He gets he gets like a phone call immediately from the HOA. We learn that he's dealing with his own issues about how tall his grass is or something like that. Uh, we cut to Gertie. She is hooking up JG's body to the reanimator. Lightning strikes the lightning rods and he reanimates. It's um, she is thrilled. He is nonverbal because he's a zombie. He's effectively a zombie, uh, but he's able to like shuffle around. They dance a little bit. They watch some Matlock or Jag or Mash, one of those, you know, shows. Jag. Um, yeah, uh, he had the he had the the sucker, didn't he? Was that that was his thing, wasn't it? No, that was uh, Kodak. That was or, Kodak. Uh, Ko- Ko- Kojak. Kojak. Yeah. Um, no, Jag was, was the uh, Jag was the the airplane uh, trial show. That's it. It's like wings, but not wings, but serious and in court. <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, she's out and about town with him. Uh, parts of him are probably falling off. It doesn't preserve uh, him. It just brings him back to life. Real quick, she just said doo doo. It's right there. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> this, this, this is a show for serious adults. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> um, Randall is watching this. Uh, people about town are watching them, and uh, they're all just very thrilled that Gertrude has moved on so quick. Uh, JG's illness struck very fast and very hard, so they're glad that she is taking her golden years to really experience life. Randall is convinced that she lied, and maybe he's convinced that she has like done it to reduce dues or something like that, because now there's only one person in the house. Finds out that he is dead, and is trying to bust him for it. Eventually, they go to an HOA meeting, and they have that whole, like, I'm telling you, Gertrude Willikers reanimated her husband. He's a zombie, pulls off the hat. His skin is gray and kind of rotting. He doesn't look great. Everybody takes offense at that because, of course, uh, you don't take a man's hat when he's in public. He's probably wearing that hat for a reason, right, Zach? Oh, yeah. Why Even would if you, you just wear like a hat? The hat. Um, Love a good hat. So then... 
they give Randall a hard time about his own gutters or something like that. Um, and then he gets fined. And technically, due to the Airbud corollary, there are no rules saying you can't resurrect your husband. He's not wrong. Yeah. She's seemingly a witch. It was never an accident. Partially. Maybe that's I think we'll spin that off into something else. We'll do like a weird I, suburb story. No, like I do collection. think I, I do think it's very funny that they have been working together on this. Um and that it just happened. Like I, I think there's yeah. something very comedic about, oh, that's right, I have that reanimation machine yeah. up in the attic, and it's like, oh, I wanna oh, think about using it. <laughs> We've been working on that together for years. It's just yeah. about time to test it. Um and so Randall spends a good portion of time trying to bust them for having some sort of illegal machinery hooked up to the uh, to the grid. It's very loud. Uh, and then, of course, there's the moment where he gets a jump start to his car, thanks to JG. And the two of them become close friends. And, um, you know, they become good neighbors again. And uh, the story ends on a happy note. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I don't, I don't think I missed anything. Yeah, very heartwarming story about necromancy and the necromancy in the neighborhood. Neighborhood necromancy. Yeah, um, the necromancer, bolt of the antichrist as a title. I don't think that encompasses everything. Yeah, but I try. Yeah. Bolt of the antichrist. Uh, that sounds like a weird band it's name. Gonna be my black metal album. Yep, there it is. Yeah, it's going to be my <laughs> black metal album, album title. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think we did I think we did a very good job here. We made a very goofy comedy. Uh, Dylan had a very cool text message about a dead woman with an HOA issue, which obviously, like, HOA issues do not get enough life day. Those are serious things, and I think they should be put into comedic value. Uh, but anyway. I'm glad, you, we, I'm glad we've established a very solid opinion on this matter. Okay, this this is not bad though. <laughs> hmm. uh, Mr. So Crowley's Mr. neighborhood. Mr. Williker's neighborhood. <laughs> uh, okay, folks, we have been some nobodies. I am Zach. Uh, that guy over there is Dylan Terry. You can find him on social medias at Vorpal Words. You can find me usually everywhere at Nobody, but most likely go to some nobodies. Some nobodies.com, patreon.com, some nobodies. Hit us up. Help us out. We're trying to create some weird stuff. Uh, contact us. Let us know what we can do. You can find us on IBM TV on Sundays with our show Talking Upstream. Uh, you can find us on Twitch here, usually Tuesdays or Thursdays, depending on what my schedule is. Uh, mm -hmm. You can find me uh, talking about uh, weird things on Thursdays with uh, the trumpets here. Uh, we have um, – what else? We had a bunch of things going on. Yeah, stuff going Either on. <laughs> the pandemic, the pandemic threw off our schedule, so we're we're figuring stuff out. We're putting stuff out there. That's true. If you go to our website, you'll just see the stuff that we're constantly working on. But until then, guys, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Very much. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Bye. Take it easy out there.